We are, but, just to let everyone know, in a mood where we're like, listen, just people, just, it's been a week. When are we not in a mood? I think the sometimes only, we're not in a I mood. Think I think sometimes we try not to I be think sometimes we're just a little low. Like yes. last time I was low. And yeah. so it's like, it's not that I wasn't in a mood. It's just like, I was low. Now, well, we're not, we're not like running on a high, we're manic is what, yeah, <laughs> that's, I've spent the last three days just being like, I exist. I woke up so. everybody in my house at 2.30 because a mouse jumped on my foot. And I want to be clear. <laughs> when you think that mouse, mice are fast, right? Yeah. They're fast and they jump. And I have Yeah, man, burned, they fly. They burned into my memory of this, <laughs> this mouse jumping out of the bag, like leaped out of this tote bag onto my foot, through my dresser. I hit the wall. It's a good time. I screamed. Oh, yeah. But I didn't wake anybody up, and I'm still baffled by that. Because now, side note, like, what if I'm being murdered? Nobody's going to come get to me? Oakley will wake everyone up. Oakley's useless as shit. Go get yeah, a fucking- Yeah, but the only thing she's super good at is being loud. She'll be super loud. She actually was quiet that whole time. Oh, my God. Like, that she is just actually kind of ran around. Miracle. Like, she ran around like a scared little mouse and was like, she can tell. What do we the do? Vi- the vibes were immaculately off. Like, she's like, some, <laughs> we're panicking. But she was like, why, why are we panicking? And then I was trying to keep her on the bed at one point because, like, I mm, I just, like, needed her here. But she's naked because it's nighttime. Do you want to borrow Macwa for a day? I was, like, I'm this close. Like, honestly, she might, she would do that. Oh, Macwa would kill anything but under 30 pounds because like jenny has a cat and we were like that could be a solution but like i don't want pee everywhere mac is not gonna pee in my Macqua's house fantastic in the house but she will get rid of the mice oh yeah mm-hmm. i will pitch that to mom i'll say hey i'm gonna leave oakley here for the day yeah oh I'm yeah you definitely can't have them there together no. No, no, they no. will kill each other but Macwa, this might be a solution this might be a solution you've had a fun 24 well you've had a fun week because for i i burnt out four days ago for I don't four know, days the, ago the, also the like third are you time telling me you didn't burn like, two weeks ago because like this feels like these four days have no 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 like, but like Ooh. well no i there's like okay so here's my thing about burnout to me there's like that's strong opinions regular burnout yeah and then there's, there's like, like on, there's like significant burnout yeah and then there's like hospital grade burnout yeah so that's a fun one. We're tiptoeing the line. Oh, you well, I like to run that little tightrope. I told you, yeah, there's like the tightrope of burnout. And every single mm-hmm. day I just skitter across that little tightrope and like I go, the mouse. ooh, yes. <laughs> and I go, ooh, I guess I made it today. And then as long as I make it through that first like hour of the day, and generally it's heavily caffeinated to do so, I, I've pretty much set it up so that I can make it through the rest of the day. However, that first hour, mm-hmm. ooh, if we, if we, if, ooh, once you you pass wobbly. once you pass that significant burnout milestone and you're you're riding the line between significant mm-hmm. and hospital mm-hmm. grade for a while if you skitter along that tightrope and you kind of get off balance or you start to fall in between there oh man you're just it's just headed one way yeah so 4 days ago we hit yet another round of um not, I would say this is not hospital grade burnout. No. I would say I stopped before then. I've I was like worse. Yes. That's where I'm just kind of like, Well, because oh. you were like, oh, well, no, because this time you were like, listen, I'm going to open. And I was like, you know yeah. what? Thank you. Yeah, so I, I like actually, nice... I got off the tightrope. Well, For the first say... time in my life, I chose to get off the yeah. tightrope rather than completely plummet off and be like, wow. Well, I'm like, I feel I like wonder... I've seen you. Yeah, I've seen you oh, worse, but it's also like worse. I was not at the point where it's like I could take the bad dogs yet or anything like that. So yes. I was like, I could say I, that sucks, but I can't actually yeah. do much about it. So this is um, the other so thing is because 
Yeah, if I burn out and there are bad, bad dogs in house, nobody can really help because bad, bad dogs are bad, bad dogs. But this time along, now you're far enough along that you could take some of that and be yeah. like, listen, so now you've kind of been me for a few days mm-hmm. and I'm coming out of burnout. And then yesterday you biffed it <laughs> off some stairs and got attacked by a mouse. And and I want to note that that was off the property. Yeah. That was at my own house. The like the, the yeah. 10 hours I wasn't here. Yeah. I just skinned my palms, broke my knee, and didn't got break your knee. Most. Just to Sorry. be clear. We yeah, didn't break. No, it we feels just, broken. Yeah, it does that not just, feel good. No. No. It's not and that got bad. By See, a and the, that's the whole thing. And none of this is that bad. I know. There could be worse things in my house. There but could be both worse of us are bed. well caffeinated. And we are more, just though. not like I'm like really hoping that I feel like yesterday's coffee that Haley brought me was like decaf. I'm not even joking. Okay, yeah. So now that you're on the monster train, I'm gonna tell you coffee has coffee's like a drop in the pocket. Like, woo, nothing. You got it. You got to do coffee with espresso <laughs> to get even hi- half of a hit off that. Really? Oh my god. Yeah. I'm sitting here just by the way drinking pre workout. Haley, can you edit this out though? Because they can't mm, know my caffeine mm-hmm, tolerance mm-hmm. is lowered. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Now now you're gonna have to to recognize that yeah, a lot of caffeinated beverages have nothing compared to Monster. So that's that's where our week is sitting. So just as we kind of we're we're gonna sound like we're like, ah, people. We are, but, but like it's we're kind of both so tired that we've hit the level of like, oh, we're we're a little off. We're a little off, but we're not gone. And we're not as depressing as we have been. No. <laughs> Yeah, today feels like it'll be um, Passable. not depressing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the bar. I mean, yeah, as long as you don't get attacked by another piece of vermin, I think we're okay. <laughs> it's going well. This is no. this is happening. Okay, but we're going to talk about structure. And boundaries. And boundaries. Because we need them. Everyone needs them. Everyone needs them. Both in the human aspect, but also in the dog Mm aspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need boundaries as a dog trainer with your company, but you need boundaries if you are a dog owner. You need structure as a dog owner. And that's not to say that you need structure and boundaries for a dog's entire life, always, at all times. No. But, like, certainly... If you've just introduced a new dog to your house, or if you have multiple dogs in your house, or if you have a puppy in your house, like maybe it's a consideration. Like maybe well, every trainer on the planet that has talked about structure on the boundaries, maybe they're not. Maybe like, they're onto something. Yeah. Like they might have a point. So many people just get a puppy and they're like, well, okay, so I did a bit of the crating and I did a bit of this, but like, eh, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm done I did after it for six month. months and I'm done. Six months would be a godsend. I'm being generous. But yeah, whatever. I was like four weeks. Um, It's just kind of like, and I'm not telling you you have to be a robot to your dog. No. You don't. And that's where it's like people go so extreme. They're like, you don't love your dog. You only keep your dog yes. in a box. You don't like, no, no, you can love your dog. You can do so many things with your dog. But some dogs especially can't do the fun love without the life skills yeah and that's what a boundary and structure is it's not actually a punishment can we replace because i think people hear structure and boundaries and like ways to implement it and they go wow that's all punishing things for my dog yeah i think they just have a a, a negative connotation associated with the word structure it's like when people have a negative connotation associated with the word stress 
That's why yeah. I always like whenever I say how big your feelings. dog deals with stress, I always say big, big feelings, feelings or arousal because yes. stress always has a negative connotation. Yes. Punishment has a negative connotation. Consequence. Structure. I like to use the word consequence a lot because people go, oh, that's automatically negative. I say, I like, no, the consequence is that you're going to feed your dog. The I consequence like is that you're going to give them hot dogs. Like you're holding them accountable. Like it's just, yeah. you know, like that's not, you're not punishing you're them. You're being not, consistent. Like, yeah. You're just showing them that the world has some consistency to it. Be that positive or negative. But like, yeah, people hear structure and boundaries and they're like, oh my God, I'm going to be, I'm going to be roped into this. And I, they're like, the dog is going to be roped into this and we're all going to be like, Warden not allowed freedom. And, and I'm like, no, no, you calm down. Oof, yeah. Like, chill. and yeah, they're well, just there chill. Dogs that might need that, but like, yeah, some dogs know. are like a little but intense. Like, no dog benefits from no structure or freedom. Yeah. Like all freedom, all good times, a hundred percent of the time, no dog benefits from that. No. And I think that is like, people lose their mind when like, my dog doesn't need that. My dog doesn't need that. But it's like, it probably does. Because the other thing is, it's not just like a lot of the things are like management and we safety had, things. We had people this week that were like, we, we told them to start using a crate again. Mm-hmm. And they started using crates again. And they were like blown away that their dogs were actually like, oh my God, we like crates. Like they love crates. They're like running in there and shit. And I was like, yes, because they live in a world that is completely dictated by humans, which are another species, communicated in a language that they don't speak, which is verbal. Their whole world is dictated by something else and they don't have a lot of regular consistency. And the things that they do, they tend tend to be things that are hard to control. So it's like, hey, these are a thing that, that they can control. This is a thing that they can rely on. Yeah. Like when you're living in a world that can't really be explained to you because you don't communicate in the same language, run by another species, having some stuff that is like consistent yes. and reliable, like that lowers the anxiety. Yes. And like, it's also, it's also just making, yeah, like consistent expectations because I also find we put a lot of expectations on our dogs when it matters to us. Yes. But it's that is super hard to do. Like, to someone, if you don't speak the language and you're so confused and you just live in everyone else's world kind of thing. Yeah. And you say, no, like, I'm going to have no expectations on you unless it's a really hard time for you. Yeah. Like, what? Like, you could do whatever you want. Except when it's as hard as it will be for you. Yeah, and in that moment, suddenly we have to have a really good functioning relationship and we have to have really, really good understanding of how things are going to work. And suddenly I'm actually going to provide massive consequences, be it rewards or consequences or, or punishments. And those consequences will be huge with big feelings everywhere. And you are going to have to do this under so much stress. And I'm like... Why, why don't... Like, you're making it harder on yourself, on and your dog, dog, on, like, life, and it's on just, On your mental like, health, like, just... Ooh, take ooh. a step back, and it's just, like... So many steps. And, and, like, what's a, what's a, what's a tangible example of what... Walking. Sure, yeah. People yeah. are like, oh my god, I don't care where my dog is in the walk as long as they're not just pulling me off my feet. So their dog is everywhere, that's fine, we're on a 20-foot flexi, we'll get into that one day, today is not the day... Okay, that's fine. But then the one time that dog sees a dog, all of a sudden you're like, you were you let the dog pull you to the hydrant, you let the dog pull you to the tree, you let the dog stare at the squirrel, you let the dog fixate on the cat, you let the dog do things. And then all of a sudden, when another dog is there and they start to stare at the dog, you're like, no, I want you to walk in a heel. All of a sudden, I don't want you to pull. All of a sudden, I, and I'm like, bro but the like other 96 minutes of this walk you have not cared what is different about these four to that dog 
The only thing that's different is that it's well, and that it's hard for them because the reason that they're acting out or doing something you don't like is because that they find a dog really exciting, maybe yeah, like whatever it is. But so you're saying, hey, this is really hard for you. You better straight get your shit in order right now. Yeah, it's like I would have hated for you to practice it. Yeah. In the easy 96 moments, these four, though, we're just going to we're going to do this with no practice. We're just going to jump in in these really hard moments and just be like, bam, let's hold you accountable N- to, to standards that I have not created and are yes. inconsistent. Oh, my God. We should talk about consistency of criteria one day because I might die. There could be a thousand examples in a dog's life where it's just like we only have expectations of them when we want them to. But like us as humans, we can all sit down and have a conversation and be yes. like, even here, if you said the rule was. Sienna, when you're walking down the driveway, if there's nobody out and around, you can skip, you can cartwheel, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But if a client is coming down, I need you to walk on the right side only and just walk like a normal human being. And I'll be like, oh, okay, that makes sense to me because you explained it to me. Mm -hmm. You can't explain things to dogs like that. The way you communicate with dogs is through consistency. It's through like repetitions of things. You cannot talk about it. You have to be about it. Right. Tell like every second client this and i'm like you you actually have to be about it. you have to and this is why i like dog training though is because if you don't show up and do the work your dog will call you on it Proof, every yeah. single Proof is in the time <laughs> it's like when people come in and they're like yes i definitely did this and i'm looking at the dog and i'm looking at you and i'm looking at the dog and i'm like here's the thing i know you didn't do place work because the dog because the dog is telling this. me that yeah. because if you did it the dog would be doing different things and like and again as a side note usually your trainer has seen enough dogs like we can tell the difference between yeah maybe you didn't do it every day drill it for 10 hours yeah or you did it wrong i'm actually totally okay people come back all the time in lesson one and they've done they're like oh my god i tried to do this and you did it wrong but you did the thing and the the difference is is i'm like that's fine you can do it wrong the whole point is to just build a relationship yeah so like as long as you're doing it it has more benefit than not doing anything right we could troubleshoot things that's the whole point of being here but i can't just like people are so unfamiliar though with the concept of like oh but i'm gonna explain my own way out of this i'm gonna justify my way out of this i'm gonna tell you why i did the thing i'm like no no no. here's the thing you can't do that to a dog yeah you, you have to just be consistent and reliable and be about it you have to be the thing you want to hold them to they will show you exactly what you are holding them to because they base their whole life on you. You are their owner. Yeah, so it's like, like, if they are going, hey, I know I can do this. I'm like, cool. I I, I know that you just let they, yeah. you just let them do that. That's how that goes. And But people aren't used to that anymore. No. Like, there's a lot of I can talk my way out of stuff. And there's a lot of, well, I if can justify why. you can't explain it to a three-year-old, like, child. Yeah. You can't explain it to your dog. Yeah. Like, also explaining it doesn't make long-term change in the dog because like even if you could explain it to a three-year-old for a dog it's not hey somebody somebody did this the other week and they were like oh well i did the training like a year ago and i remember training with them like a year ago and they're like oh well we still have we have issues with this a year later and I'm like, cool, I haven't seen you in a year. Yeah. And I can look at the dog and I can tell you that we have you haven't done that for at least six months. Like you yeah. haven't done the things that you needed to do for six to eight months. And I'm like, yeah, you did that thing once. But if you're not going to consistently be like, I'm showing up, the dog sure shit isn't going to show up. And that's where I'm like, structure and boundaries. If you don't want to do 20 minutes of training a day, 
do it ha- holding your dog to some form of structure and boundaries means that your dog still will think you're reliable. Yeah. Like this is why we're telling you to do structure and boundaries is cuz then even when you stop doing the training cuz we know you will, you can use structure and boundaries to create more reliability in yourself. But you can't if you're not doing the training and you have no structure, why would your dog listen to you? And also like freedom doesn't equal a relationship freedom doesn't equal training oh my and god i think no. it's like yeah i agree if i were to just like give oakley a very structured life but like mm-hmm. nothing else i agree she probably would have feelings about that and like yeah. it would be kind of rude of me yeah but like when she's either not in a structured state or just like we are doing something we're actually doing something yeah just but if you have a dog and you just don't want to do anything with him and you think the the trade-off for that is they can just do whatever they want. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're going to do whatever they want. Yeah. Though. And you can't be mad about that later. No. And you can't feel like you are a good pet owner because you let your dog have free roam in the house. Yeah. You don't train them. You don't spend time with them. You haven't built a relationship. You haven't shown them expectations of themselves. But because they can sit on the couch when you're not home, mm-hmm. you think that is okay. Yeah. It's not. No, no, not at all. And it doesn't make you better than the person who wants to put their dog in the crate Mm-mm. for eight hours and is okay with that while they're like, their dog is in the crate the whole time they're away from work. But when they come home, you know, they take it for a walk and then they, they maybe train it for a little bit. And then they, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I tell people all the time, there's a, there's a lot of people that ask like, well, how long in a crate and how long on yes. place and how long they spend structured. I'm like, Honestly, the answers to that depend on the things that you do with your dog when they are not in a structured state. So if you put your dog on place for an hour and then you let them off place for an hour, but they're free, but you're doing nothing with them. They're just like wandering around the house, sleeping on the couch, looking at the window, entertaining themselves. You guys are just basically roommates. Yeah, you're looking at an hour and you're looking at an hour of freedom. But if, if they spend three hours on place and then you take them off place and you are doing something with them for 20 minutes that they enjoy, that you enjoy, that they find difficult, that furthers them, that furthers your relationship, my dogs, my dogs would choose that every day of the week. They're like, cool. I In the first scenario, you have a dog that is probably sleeping on place for an hour and probably sleeping on a couch for an hour or just getting in trouble or just like staring at a window. So you have a dog that is bored for two hours. But if you have a dog that is on place for an hour and 50 minutes, yes, it's restricted and it's sleeping. But that last 10 minutes, you turn around and you're like, cool, we're going to do the thing that you love. Awesome. Like I have all of my dogs, because all of my dogs also have a lot of drive. So they're very into doing the thing. They would take that every, every day of the week. That's thing. Your dog doesn't have to have necessarily a massive amount say, of drive. Most just, dogs just like to do things with yeah, you. Yeah, most dogs are just psyched like, to do things with you. Yeah. So most dogs would choose, hey, if I spend four hours in a crate, then you'll take me on a hike for half an hour. If I spend four hours in a crate, then you take me to a class once a week. Because yes. like it's it's some sort of weird like social contract where people are like, oh, I'm going to do some dog training classes with my dog before it's one but then like once it's an adult we never have to do a class again unless it's an agility class oh yeah oh yeah everybody's like or unless it yeah unless it has bad behavior or unless it's like i want to do agility and i'm like no no you can actually just just do do classes with your dog like their whole life they'll most of them are going for a walk on an hour on thursday night you can go like take a a class Hundred percent. You can do the same class over and over and over again because most of the time dogs just like doing the thing. It's just an experience. It's just like okay. Yes. 
And that's where it's like, okay, so structure and boundaries, like they provide, they give you and your dog the ability to have a reliable and consistent relationship without you having to do the hour long class and the 20 minutes a day. But they also give you something to fall back on if something goes wrong. Yes. If all of a sudden you have to have random people living in your house for two weeks, you know what? Your dog may not, may be a little bit stressed by that. Having some form of their routine that is very controlled, that is something they can rely on, gives them some understanding in a situation that they don't understand. Yes. Creating, this is why we tell people create your dog. I'm like, if you have to create your dog or if you create your dog and then you're in a situation where, yeah, you have to be evacuated or you have to go stay in a friend's house or whatever yeah. and you can bring their crate, you're giving them a piece of their life that they have control over that is familiar that will help them. And I'm like, but people seem to think that structure and boundaries are just this, such a restrictive, weird, yes. oh my God. But I'm like, like, what is wrong with a little bit of restriction? Nobody in life has like absolute freedom. I think that's everybody's dream though, is like but absolute why? freedom. I don't know. It's okay to have a little bit of structure. Us as humans need it and we have it. We just like have accepted it. And like we mm -hmm. can do the same for our dogs. I think a lot of people don't. That's the, there's the fault in your logic. I think a lot of people haven't accepted it. I think that a lot of people do well with some structure and some boundaries and, and some like continuity in their life. But I think a lot of people don't accept it. I think a lot of people go, no, I want this like wild, crazy freedom. And I'm like, it's the very odd person that is completely kosher with wild, crazy chaos. Yeah. Like that's, that's a very, that's a very rare person. In reality, a lot of people do well with some form of structure. And yes. it, sometimes it's very, very minor and sometimes it's pretty significant. But like some people do well in routines. Some people do well in structure. Some people do well but with boundaries. Some people require boundaries because if not, they try and push the limits. Yeah. I now own a business. There are no limits on how much I can work. So guess what? The job before this had legal limits on how much I could work. Well, I hit the max of those all the time too. Now I, I just There's work no for limit. myself. There Nothing is to no play limit. within. <laughs> Not yeah. No, you guys tell me to stop working all the time. You know yeah. how well I listen to that? Absolutely I fucking zero. I do know zero. how well you listen to it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So that's where I'm like sometimes you just have to recognize that like even though and and even if you are the person that's like, "Wow, I do so well with that structure of boundaries." First off, Check yourself aware. You live, just, and if you just live for, in a society, clear, you also check yourself you do. Yeah. But, Second off, yeah, recognize yourself. that other people and other creatures sometimes don't. Recognize yes. that not everyone wants what you want. Everyone is sometimes people are different than what you want. Yeah, and mm -hmm. like also just it's again even with structure and boundaries, there's still a spectrum. Just like with everything with dogs, like there are dogs that really need a lot of structure and boundaries. Mm -hmm. There's some that can use like just the bare minimum, but still yeah. some. It doesn't mean But barring all or anything, nothing. most dogs before yeah. two oh, can use some pretty sure. significant structure and boundaries, just to be clear. So what are some examples of actual actual structure and boundaries? Because I feel like people will listen to this and if we don't actually crate cover training. what to actually do. Crate training. Crate training. Crate training number one. Place work number two. Place work. Place work is a tie back. Pay, yeah, place work is For a tie back. Um, one day we'll talk about place work maybe. For an hour? For an hour? I mean, I think we could do it, but like, is that going to be like one of the ones? Where one I'm day I'll make a TikTok about place there work. There you go. Yeah, that seems better. We'll do that. But yeah, creating place works. Place works. Wow. Place just, work. Yeah, place work. There we place go. Work. 
Um, even having like very like s- not even set training times, but like um, sometimes we work for our food. Yeah. Like you know, twice a week, it is a routine that we train for our food. We don't just like get food out of a bowl like even just like occasionally inputting that sometimes we have to do training uh walking sometimes in a structured way doesn't have to be all the time but your dog does need to understand that like walking next to you is sometimes a thing that you need yeah because sometimes it's a thing you need not all the time but like sometimes i would say like, this is more specific for training, I guess, but yeah. just, like, putting, like, if you have expectations of how you want them to interact with, like, people, mm-hmm. being clear about that of, like, for example, jumping even. Oh, if yeah. If you don't want your dog to jump, or, like, if you don't care, you don't care, but, like, if you don't want your dog to jump, you have to be consistent oh, my God. with people, with, like, um, every time they interact with a person. Yeah. Also, uh, this is going to sound kind of uh, related, but not, uh, not having them do things. Yes. Literally excluding them. Yes. It sounds bad. It's not. If you have a dinner party and someone is allergic to dogs, your dog is going to have to go in a crate or another room or be fine. If your dog has never been left out of anything in their life, that is a boundary that they've never experienced. They always get to meet every person that comes in your house. They always get to meet every dog or every person that they see on a leash. First off, oh my God, don't do that. Second off, uh, or th- <laughs> yeah, second no. off, yeah, <laughs> you're just having a heart attack over But if they've never gone to a thing and not been included, if they've never seen people come in their house and not been allowed to charge them, if they've never been, like, you guys are home, hanging out, and they, you've never, like, put them in a crate while you're home. Just, like, just to hang out. Like, just, just, you're going to vacuum the living room. You're going to sit in quiet. Like, that, 100%, that is a boundary that you need to at least have the dog recognize exists. It's not yes. something you have to do every single time, but your dog does need to know that sometimes they're not included. Boundaries with other dogs. So basically everything you just said, but like with, but like with dogs, dog, especially if you have like two dogs in the same house or multiple dogs in the same house, mm-hmm. boundaries within that. Yes. Oh my God. Like yes. Your dog can system. be excluded from a thing that your other dog is doing. Your yes. dog can be excluded from things that your family's dogs are doing when they come over. Yes. Like your dog can be excluded from things your kids are doing. Your kids and your dog are not wow, the same they don't need to be attached and that's not to say even with people dogs kids whatever it's not to say they can't interact ever no but they need to have the ability to not interact yes it's not an all or not again stop thinking in extremes it's not all or nothing yeah but it is they can hang with your kids play with your kids as long as they can also sit on a bed and watch your kids yeah. do something like those like people ask me this all the time about furniture which is also in structural yes. boundaries and they're like oh but i want my dog like on the couch on the bed i'm like okay your dog can do that i have no issue with that yeah. but your dog can't do that if you say don't do that and they cease to function right my go-to example is i'm like if you break your leg and you have an 80 pound dog that yeah. sleeps in bed with you and you break your leg guess what they're not going to be able to sleep in bed with you for a week or two they're going to step on your broken leg that will suck you're going to have to tell them to sleep on the floor or sleep in a crate or just go somewhere else for the week or two until your bones start to knit together. If they can't do that, then that is going to take a situation that already kind of sucks and make it so much worse and more stressful and harder to deal with. Yes. If you have a dog that is a resource garter and you're like, cool, I can let my dog on the couch. I can let my dog on the couch. And I'm like, awesome. 
you, I can let my dog, who's a garter on the couch, because I can also tell them, no. Right. I can tell them, nope, not today, or nope, get off the couch, here we go, go lay down. So yeah, they're allowed on the couch now, because I have enough boundaries established between us in our relationship that I, if I say, oh, hey, not today, this is not a thing, you're feeling, your vibes are off, or my vibes are off, or just we have a lot of people over today. Yes. So you can't be on the couch because I know there's five other people here, and if you're on the couch, you're going to be like, don't touch my couch. 100%. Then you just say no. But that's the thing is it just it just can't be a free-for-all. And just it can't saying, be a just know when you want it. Yeah. Because again, it, back to the dogs, can't do that. They can't yeah. do the know when you want it, but yes when you do. And Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, no, they're not like it's not like a remote with a, like a button on demand. Like yeah. it's not behavior on demand. It's it's either you've made done the work and put it in the dog and been like, cool, we've established that this is a thing that exists. But I'm gonna tell you, if you ask your dog for a form of structure or boundaries and they don't give it to you, it is because you have not established it. If you don't care that like the odd person that comes to your house knocks on your door and like your dog loses it, but you don't care because it's odd and doesn't happen a lot. But then all of a sudden when it's October 31st and you have a bunch of kids trick-or-treating mm-hmm. and they're knocking on your door every five minutes and your dog is continuously losing it and that's what makes you upset. So then you just accept, expect everything from them. Mm-hmm. Again, that could have been solved if you just had clear expectations along the way and maintained them. And if you're the person that only has people knock on their house three times a year, but then October 31st comes around and you know ahead of time that you're like, okay, this is a boundary I have not made. I know that my dog's going to flip shit. And you do a little bit of management. You put them in a crate and turn the radio on and go, okay, tonight, tonight, I know you're going to be a bit of a shit. I know that I haven't done the work. Cool. I've established a way that both of us can live with the situation. Also cool. We're totally cool with that. But like you can't go, I'm totally fine with this three or four times a year and then I'm suddenly not fine with this. Yeah. That doesn't fly. That's not a thing. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. Because it's just unfair to your dog. Yeah, and I think that's the part that gets us is like people explain this whole thing to us many, many, many times a day in 7,000 different ways. And the whole time you are explaining to us why you've done this. First off, we know because it's been explained to us 7,000 ways. Second off, we're not going, oh, we just don't want your dog on the couch. We are going, we're not thinking. And you're trying to simultaneously try, simultaneously, they try and tell us how good their dog is. And I'm like, no, no, we get that. The part that we're upset about is not that your dog is showing bad behavior. The part that we're upset about is that this is so unfair to your dog. Yes. Like the whole situation is wildly unfair. It's not like we're like, hey, this is like we're upset about what you've done like you've let your dog on the couch or something we're upset that you don't understand that you are being unfair yes and it's like you said before like the other words of like when we hear whatever it's like automatically negative Mm -hmm. same with fair i think people hear fair and they go oh you're being like that means you're punishing them that Mm -hmm. means you're like i think they hear you are being fair with your dog and i think a lot of especially owners just go like they don't understand that fair literally just means fair like, mm-hmm. it's right in the middle. It just means if they do the right thing, cool. If they do the wrong thing, you're going to hold them accountable. And that's just life kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And But we're so obsessed with being nice and just, like, Yeah, niceness love. and fairness are supposed to be the same thing, I think, in a lot of people's mind. And I'm like, no. It's not. You, you can you can. And be in super, fact, it's nice fair. to be fair to your dog. Yeah, the it's, nice part of this would not be be giving your dog 70,000 resources when it's a resource garter and then wondering why... 
it's attacking your other dog or eating people or whatever. The fair thing to do would be like, here is one and I give it to you in your crate so that you don't yeah. ever make a mistake and you don't have to pay the consequences for that. Because I'm like, people are straight up telling us, this is my dog, it doesn't handle this well, but I keep putting it in a situation where it keeps not handling this well, allowing it to make a mistake that may cost it its life. And we're literally just sitting here like, I, I get that you're doing that because you you want your dog on the couch or you want your dog wherever, but like, mm, you've mm -hmm. painted that picture in your head that like just cuddling on the couch with your dog is the epitome of just dog, dog ownership. ownership. Okay, change the picture then. Because yeah. for your dog specifically, yeah. that's not it. For some dogs, man, it, and if that's the thing is if there's one thing in your head that you, you are like, this is a thing that has to happen. I'm like, you better pick the right dog. Yeah. You better get the right dog. But it's a lot. There's a lot of people that get like a guardian breed or something or a dog that has very possessive tendencies. And they're like, oh, well, this was a thing that I really, really, really wanted. This was a thing that I expected out of my dog. And I'm like, why would you ever expect that out of that It's not one dog? size fits all. Like, mm -hmm. it's not. I, I, I get dogs that are possessive. I, mm -hmm. I go out of my way to make sure that I get dogs that are possessive because I do specific things with my dogs. And like, I would never, ever be shocked if one of them resource guarded a thing or did a thing. And I'd be like, I, I did not get those dogs going, hey, I expect them to share with other dogs. I expect them to immediately share with me. I expect them to just do that. I would be seriously disappointed. If that was what I needed out of a dog, I would never expect that to happen. I would never get a guardian breed that I would, ex like a livestock guardian breed or a guardian breed that I would expect to like people coming over. Yeah. If I had some form of like, home-based business or whatever and yeah. i go oh my god i'm going to own a course i'm going to own a pyrenees i'm gonna and people are like oh these dogs are barking at people they're charging at people that come in like oh my and they were fine for the first year and then they turned three and i'm like yeah you got this dog Can't knowing that you have 50 new people coming to your house every week yeah the odd unicorn dog of that breed will be okay with this but man if you if you read more past the first page of google exceptions not rules yeah i'm like that ain't a thing yeah. So that's the other thing is if you get a dog that is not a good, then you find out later along the line that they are not a good fit for your lifestyle. Having structure and boundaries is a very, very good way to meld those things together. Yep. Like if you have a dog that is not naturally okay with the things that you require out of your life, if you have structure and boundaries, you can kind of cover that right, up with it. management. You, yeah, like, you, you, okay, can, can you can this. now make everything work. You're not putting everybody in a dangerous situation. But a lot of people are just like very, very against the structure and the boundaries required to make a square peg fit around hole. And I'm like, but you bought a square peg. Right. And you knew you had we a round hole. got to work with what we got now. Yeah, and so this is now, how you work with it. Because it's yeah. not, you can't just tweak it. You can't just... You cannot there. verbally explain to them that they're genetics that are thousands yeah, of years old. Wiggle a screwdriver behind their eyeball and then fix like yeah. No, like I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm good, but I'm not a brain surgeon. Like no, bro, they're animals. I'm not a vet. Weird. And yes, they're animals. They do but things. Life structure and boundaries. Tiebacks, crate work. Structure and boundaries does not mean you don't love your dog. Oh my god, yes. I love Oakley, but I also know. She is a dog where I know when I've like loosened up on the structure, maybe like she's been around oh, people yeah. who give her a little bit less. I know when you've loosened up on the structure too. <laughs> yeah, you can tell in her personality. Like yeah. she becomes, she is a dog that gets pushy with it. And then yeah. she does naughty things, I guess you can say. But like. There were air quotes but there it's for like, people that couldn't see. You, 
but I look at it and I go like, if you look at, I could literally remember all the times in my life where I'm just like, she starts to act kind of more. She made a really poor decision. Oh, in the two weeks prior to that. Wow. There was less structure and boundaries. Weird. And it's just like, Mm -hmm. but I also know that she does have a lot of structure and boundaries in her life. But I also know that when I take her out of the crate, I do a lot of fun stuff with her. Yeah. I know that in order for her, like, to have any sort of self-regulation, in order for her to do have impulse control, in order for her to, like, actually have the skills to do the fun things I like to do with her, mm-hmm. she needs the structure first. It is, you can't just do fun things, especially, like, maybe, like, some dogs, you cannot just do the fun thing. Yeah. Because it's going to bite you in the ass. Sometimes, sometimes literally. literally yeah i was gonna say sometimes for realsies um yeah, yeah. structure boundaries. boundaries some dogs need them all dogs benefit from them amen please do that and just do it give yeah, it a like, shot how about this just give it a yeah. shot give it that like 30 day trial yeah and then if you tell me that like nothing in like your dog's behavior has not improved a little bit they didn't do a situation successfully once or anything like sure then you can get your money back from this podcast yeah there we go 100%. that's our guarantee 100 percent. but like please, please give it a shot try it just try it just try it and then yeah like after 30 days if you think it made your dog worse oh man yeah send, send us an email. email that'd be weird is that what you said yeah did we say the same thing there we did whoa great minds Whew. tired minds same marble yeah <laughs> Yeah, we're uh, that we're marble all got stuck in the air for a second. Yeah, we're all sharing the same marble this weekend. It's uh, it's Week, a good time. Year, whatever. yeah, this um, month, this month, we won't go year. I think we've at different times we've all been smart this year, but this two month, marbles at times, but we lost one in the woods at one point. Yeah, yeah, it's like an old chocolate it bowl. It's out there somewhere. We'll one day it. we'll find it. We'll find it. Did I tell you I found one of the old chocolate balls? Where? In the field, like a month oh, ago. Shit. It's still in my bathroom. It was it was buried half in the muck, and I pulled it out, and I was like, "Oh my god, this must be from like a year and a half ago." Perfect. Yeah, it was it was a wonderful day, and that's my weird story from two three weeks ago, month ago, somewhere in there. Wow, could have been yesterday, folks. Honestly, that's what's sad is like that could have actually happened yesterday. No, I know mm, two days ago that could have for sure happened two days ago. But you could also think in your mind that was a month ago, but it could have also just been two weeks ago. Who is to say? Yeah, pretty much. That's where we're at today. Do we have a pack walk question this week? Or what are we I doing? We were are doing we doing things instead. that we, we are going to have several different things now. We could have a pack walk question. We could have a dog introduction. Dog introduction. We could have things that annoy us. Yeah. Or things that we've learned. Things that we learned this week. Did we learn anything this week? Bro, I learned nothing. And to be clear, I learned nothing from this Burnett experience again. Just in case. Are you y'all- kidding me? Just in case y'all were thinking I learned from this. You don't act shocked like you think I learned from this. I know, but it's just Let's pretend for a second that you think I've learned from this. I'm like, what is wrong with you? I know. That's a you problem. You've known me for a while now. You know there's no way in fucking hell I've learned from this. (laughs) Right. So we're just going to. We're going to skip right over that. Uh, We definitely didn't learn anything this week. What's annoying you? Oh, everything annoys me. This is the fun part of like the difference between TikTok and my real life is like people on TikTok are like, you're very chill. And I'm like, and then people that have met me in real life are first off like, oh my God, that's an unsafe amount of caffeination, level of caffeination. And then the second thing is they're like, you're not that chill. I'm like, everything mildly annoys me or makes me very, very, very happy. Like I have no in between. I'm like, wow, 
I am the world's most excited person or I am irked. You build neutrality doesn't mean you have it. <laughs> yeah. Like very much so. I put it all in the dogs. It's yeah, not in me. I don't know. Anything did you learn anything this week? Did I learn anything this week? I mean, you learned there are mice in your house. <laughs> you know what's funny? What? That night, and I can have a sister testify as a witness. That night, like last night, that night, yeah. last night. I was about to say, Sydney stopped by the house to like grab something. And so Sydney and mom were talking and then I was talking to her. And then I went to, I was trying to find food and I go to the garage and the garage was like open to crack. And we dealt with, dealt with this last year. And I like, I remember talking to them and I was like, dad needs to learn how to close the fucking garage door. Cause otherwise the mice are going to get in. And like, that's, that, those are the words that I told them that night. And then like six hours later, there's a mouse in my room. Yeah, but you know what? The mouse probably isn't the size of Remy. It's probably one mouse. It's probably not several mice. No, like we do get mice this time of year. Yeah, everybody like, gets mice. Yeah, but like first off, they've never been upstairs. <laughs> Second off, uh, why? Like I'm just so annoyed by this whole situation. I love that this year you've been attacked by like a mouse and a bird and like all kinds of things. Not a dog. Not a dog. Yeah. Weirdly enough, of all the animals that have come after you, it's never a dog. No. No. Which was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's, we've learned that I had mice. Yeah, we've learned you Something had mice. that annoys me is, I feel like I had something like yesterday. Did you? Something that was like annoying me. Mm. Mornings. <laughs> oh, yeah, just anything that happens before noon. I don't think we really learned much this week, and I don't think anything has annoyed us more than normal. What would you say is the best way to trap a mouse that's stuck in a bathroom? How do you know it's stuck in the bathroom? We Those put, things make it out, man. No, like we put we put tape on the bottom of the thing, and then you put the bucket. Oh, like you blocked, blocked off everything from that. But I'm going to tell you, like, they make yeah, through, probably, like... No, that's why dad... But, like, we put traps and stuff. Like, it yeah. should be sorted. But, like, they make it through, like, a quarter of an inch, man. Like, they yeah, go. I don't, I don't like hearing that. Oh. And at 2.45 in the morning when my mom just goes, why do you have dog kibble in your in your room? Why uh, dog, mice can make it through anything? Um, there was mouse. Like, These are things you wanted to learn at 2.45. She's telling me at 2.45 when I'm, like, on the verge of tears because I'm so <laughs> tired. I just had a mouse on my foot. I have to pee so badly all the time because someone's making me drink three liters of water every day. That someone is you. <laughs> you are making you but drink so three I liters remember, of water. And like, so obviously at 2.30 in the morning when I'm running around, I have to pee so bad, but yeah. I can't go to the bathroom because there's a mouse. Anyway. Uh, Life is hard. Life is my, hard this What was week? the start of that? Oh, here's my Packwalk question. Oh, sure. If you had to create a mouse trap, but not an actual, like you couldn't go to the store and buy a mouse trap, what are you doing? Oh, you know I live here where where we have mouse traps everywhere, right? Like you like Dixon has Googled every way to make mouse traps. I know that's planet. what I'm saying. Like, give me your best. Oh, he's done like the top. bucket me- thing with the with the roll, like with, with like the, the cartoon thing. No, no, no. It's like a bucket, and then you put like a a dowel across it, and then you put like pop cans and peanut butter on it so that they like try and go on the pop cans, and then they fall off in the water. That he's done that one. Wow. He's done, oh God, I mean, we have, I don't know. I, I just went, Can okay. a mouse, like if duct tape is the sticky side of no. a mouse? I don't, I think they can run across the sticky duct tape. Mm. They're like sticky traps, like glue traps. Yeah, I know, but those are super sticky. They're I watched super that episode sticky of and also they're like, yeah, you would then have to kill the mouse and I don't think that's going to happen. What are you talking about? That You don't think I could kill a mouse? Um... 
No. I... No. Have you killed a mouse? No. Do you think you could kill a mouse? I don't know. I think so. Because if it... Well, if it was in a situation where it's like, hey, like, when Gertie half kills them, I'm like, oh, no. I don't want it to sit there and suffer. But, like, to just, like... I don't... I don't know if you could just kill a mouse. You don't think I could? Uh, I think... (laughs) I think... I think you're calling somebody. But you don't think I'd just call somebody for moral support? I think you should call Kaylin for moral support. No, because she'd just do it. Yeah, I but think I, she I would yell want... at you for not doing it until you do it. Like, I think that's the moral support oh, you would need. Oh, you think it's one of those things where If you like, call her and you're like, hey, this is happening, she would just If be I like, said the goal was for me to kill the mouse, yeah, she would. she's she, the one to call to make she, me do it. Yeah, she would make but you do it. But at the end of the day, what are the odds she flings a dead mouse at me? Very high. Like, over 90%. I'm not into that. So. But she would be on the phone away from you. Oh, yeah, just on the phone. Yeah, like if, yeah, I think if you called her at 11 o'clock at night and was like, hey, this is, ah, happening, I think she'd, she'd make you do it over the phone. That was awful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is the difference between when people work here that, like, used to work in barns and, like, grew up with horses and stuff. Yeah, like, Maddie just. Yeah, they, they're fine with dead mice everywhere. Oh, my God, yeah. 100%. But then there's, like, non barn kids. And non barn kids are like, oh, my God, dead mice. We shouldn't touch those. And then barn kids are always like, here, let me just throw that away. Like, you also would have a hard time sleeping in your room knowing that there's a mouse in there, right? Honestly, I've lived here for six years now and I live in the woods in the middle of nowhere. I'm fine with it now. I've just come to peace with it. I'm like, I live with the mice. But, like, you know that it's. Not like, oh, like in theory, there could be one in the walls. I'm saying you heard a bad crinkle. You look over, you went, you saw it, and then you went and saw it, climbed on your foot, and then it ran into Honestly, the Honestly, at this point. You're just crawling back into bed at that point. I'm tired enough in now the dark. that I think that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I am so tired most of the time that like, honestly. I was so tired. But can I, can I be honest for mm-hmm. something? I, uh, I, the mom said that they don't do well with the lights. They're nocturnals. <laughs> like I did when I finally did go back to sleep. Oh, you like just left the lights one on? One more hour. You know, Cleo just huddled on our bed that I'm hoping is tall enough. <laughs> I'm just so scared. <laughs> and the lights are on and I'm playing friends to help get the image of like a jumping mouse at me out of yeah. my mind. Just leave the lights on. I did. And, and sleep through that. Forever, I guess. Yeah. And I'm trying, I'm looking for oils that deter them. Like, you know, a peppermint for spiders? Yeah. Dad was ready to give me a placebo right off the bat. He was gonna... <laughs> I, um, I feel like if Oakley is on your bed with you, they're not going to get on the bed with you. It's fine. Just keep Oakley up there. You're good. I almost, I want to put her in barn hunt, though, so we can perfect this skill and get her fucking done. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that your dog was like, nope, I ain't touching that My either. dog who fucking tries, like, you're going to kill other things. She loves to kill so many things. You want to kill? Kill. Yeah, Hell. this is the one moment I'm, I'm like, saying I'm cool murder with it, is so good. I'm saying give her the here, but you've you've put so much structure and boundaries in her life that she's like, <laughs> I don't kill things that are alive. And we've found the downside. So there like, we go. Can I give her a word that means go murder now? Kill. Mm, I don't know. Assassinate. Yeah, I don't know, man. I'm gonna lend you my cat. No, let me she Mac-wash. will pee everywhere. Yeah, I'll lend you Macwash. She'll definitely kill small think, animals. Would Sasha do it as well? Uh, probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Okay. Mm-hmm. But Sasha would also then just struggle with living in Here's house. the thing, though. I think Sasha would, like, half kill it. Because Sasha's a bitch like that. Right. Like, Sasha's Sasha playing. Would, yeah, Sasha Mac-wash would be not. playing. Macwa is not playing. Macwa no, no, takes if, that if you are badge a, of exterminator. Yeah, if you are a small vermin, mm, she gonna kill you. She's very, very into the small vermin creatures. Pretty chased us into the woods, by the way. 
Like she actively was running after. <laughs> I went into the woods that way, and then all oh. and she was Mac was finally doing good again, and then we start walking. Then all of a sudden she like Oof. here's the introduction, and, looks, and she's running towards us. Yeah, here, here's and the I th- threw pine cone at her. <laughs> didn't hit her but like i just tried to because she's running. i had no she's doubt not that just, that's the thing she's not just like oh i'm hunting I'm oh no she's, she's running, running after at you. me and maquan i'm like here's the thing first off i had no doubt that you didn't hit her because i've seen you throw things and for you to have hit <laughs> a weird. running cat with a pine cone i would be so <laughs> impressed i'd be like wow you must have been practicing because uh, your aim i've seen it it's, it's a bad. pine cone it's and not a running the worst cat. here also here, so we always do dog introductions. Here is the other introduction for the thing that lives on my property, Gertie. Gertrude. Gertrude. Gertie is our shop cat. She was free from the Humane Society because she was in the Catitude program because she bit a child um, in the socialization room. And we were like, oh. Maybe you're not well, so social. <laughs> maybe you're not super social. We respect that. That's fine. Come live here. Um, she kills recreationally. Um, so when we moved here, this had been someone's occasional residence for a few years, which means it was completely overrun by mice. So we went and got a cat. cat. And they literally took this cat and were like, this is a free cat. It doesn't like things. Do you want this cat? Because it it does not like cats, <laughs> Nobody dogs, else is gonna want humans, it. like, bro. And we were like, yes. And they put it in a cardboard box and they said, here's your cat. And we were like, do you need any information from us? And they were like, no, please take this very aggressive don't bring cat. It back. And we were like, yeah, please don't bring it back. And she has like frostbitten ears because she lived on the street and we live somewhere very cold. And we're like, okay, sure. And she lives in the shop and through the whole winter, like if there is snow on the ground, she looks at the door and she's like, fuck no. She goes inside. She well, sits right by a heater. she's trying to stress me out, but that's a side note. Yeah. If she, yeah. She does occasionally take a step outside, stress you out, and then come back in. But spring, summer, and fall, she recalls like a dog. So you let her out during the day and then at night <laughs> you stand there and you go, Gertie, and she runs out of the woods. It's great. But here's the thing. Gertie's a lot friendlier now than she used to be. But um, if you are, if if she's having a day, if you, but if she's having a day, she'll kill you. She just, she will hurt you. She will well, hurt or dogs. She's, she you will know, fight you. She switches or flip like a fucking, you'll be petting her and she'll be, she'll come up to you for pets and you'll be petting her and she's purring. And then all yeah. of a sudden she's like, no, I don't like that. Let me claw you with my six talents. Yeah. So she's polydactyl. So we thought On that was all a really, four. yeah, we thought that was a really good additive for a cat that would live in a boarding kennel. She has extra claws. Yeah. Um, she and sure does. she uses them. She is so much friendlier than she used to be, but like her favorite hobbies include doing things like trying to fight dogs. Like if you have a dog that actively looks like, oh, wow, I think I'm going to kill you. She's like, yes, this is a fight I enjoy. And she will just come walking at you. And uh, so, yeah. So makes it great when you have a really prey driven shepherd in your hands. Yeah, she would love to fight that dog. That would be great. Um, But yeah, she recreationally kills all kinds of mice and things from the woods um squirrels birds yeah she's bunnies yeah oh yeah she did do that once and she's a very small cat which is funny because like she's so small and little and you think oh wow like she's gonna be so nice and then she's out there she was attacked by an owl once and survived um she's great she's just yeah this place was overrun by mice and she and they're no longer is we are no longer overrun by mice but we definitely, like, we live on a rural property and we have a lot of mice in our buildings. And she keeps that down, which is nice. And we feed her in trade. And she is very demanding about it. 
Um, but yeah, she just, her favorite hobbies include breaking into people's cars. So if you leave your window down even a little bit, she's going to break into your car. And she then loves putting her little sandy footprints all over your fucking car on the roof. And she the does. And the she windows. loves the roofs of cars if she can't and break into your car. And the windows, you're looking and there's little cat footprints. And yeah, you're like, she does like standing on the lip of your car and being like, hi. She likes throwing dead animals at people. And that's yeah, she throw, she'll literally like throw a dead animal. And she will put dead animals in your car. It's fun. She puts half dead animals in your car. Yeah. She'll throw half dead things at you yeah gertie mm, she she has nine lives she's used most of them but she is simultaneously lovely and uh, also vicious and <laughs> straight up will chase you with a dog like she 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 means it. but only the dogs that want to kill her like that's what's mean oh yeah about if it. you're a nice she's dog not she's like cool do- hi i'm gonna continue on my way if you look like that dog wants to fight her she'll she'll literally like roll up her sleeves and stalk towards you like let me at it and i'm like no no you can't fight this 85 pound shepherd that's a bad idea and she's like not nah, let me I let me go I can so that is we're not doing a dog introduction this week we're doing mm, a gertie introduction, introduction. because gertie gertrude. that's gertrude I have been like, here is a dog that has bit five people, Sienna. Please take this dog. And you're like, 100%. I've also gone out and seen you on the driveway trying to corral (laughs) Gertie and be like, no, I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Steph, come get your cat and refuse to pick Gertie up. A couple things to note as a side note. In the winter... It's you have to make sure that Gertie's in the shop so she doesn't freeze to death overnight. But she sometimes, doesn't go outside for anyone except you. I know, but that's what I'm saying is like I'll see her on the drive and it'll be like snows on the ground. It is cold and I'm like, okay, the job's to get Gertie in the fucking shop. But like, get takes a while. Second off, I have had to crate her. That was one of the worst. I've oh, created yeah, a lot no, of different she dogs. Love being crated. Created all a lot of dogs and some of them didn't want to go in a crate. I would never crate Gertie again. I will never crate Gertie again. You know what? I have some wet food in there now. If you ever need to put her in a crate, she'll I do won't a lot be doing of things it. for wet food. And third off, she doesn't like me. Fourth off, she just... She just... Her vibes and your vibes don't vibe. No, they don't gel at all. And it's the fact that she doesn't listen. She, she doesn't... But she doesn't... And she's it's got just funny because she does listen to a lot of other people. That's what I get annoyed about. You're like, she recalls and I'm like, no, she doesn't. I have to do everything. Like I have to do, like sometimes she'll recall if I have a bowl of, a metal bowl full of kibbles and like the Whiskas commercials. She'll oh come. yeah. Cause she'll but, also actually break into dog's food. Yeah. But like, she'll never like Gertie and she just comes to me. Oh, she comes so good. And then she just, and then for some reason, every single time it's like the first, it's the first, um, uh, every time it's the first private where like I've done like two privates and this is the private where I want to practice walking or I want to practice walking outside for the first time or something. She's always right fucking there, but I don't need a distraction right now, Gertie. But then when you do need her, like you're practicing cat stuff or something. Yeah. Where the fuck is Gertie? Oh yeah. Not showing up to her shift on time. Like yeah. I don't like her. I mean, I love her. She's great. But also. Thank you for taking care of the mice, I guess. But, but also. Yeah. I know she's not your favorite animal on Favorite this property animal on this property i i i do know that okay and that includes the bird that has also attacked you she is slightly above the bird that tried to attack you yeah i think you like her only a little bit beyond that at least the birds though i asked to be removed yeah and you were like please no and nobody listened that's also true <laughs> mm-hmm. all right well this was a podcast yeah all right bye bye, bye.